Hi there, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of the Finger Guns Podcast. It is three or four minutes after the PlayStation 5 showcase. It's all still very fresh in the memory, and we're going to talk through it right now. I'm here with Mr. Greg Hicks. Good evening, everyone. How you doing, man? Yeah, not too bad. Bit of a grumpy Greg this evening, but I'm going to power through for the sake of video games, because there were some very good games on that showcase. Indeed. Uh, Mr. Toby Anderson? I'm, I'm good, thanks. I'm good, thanks. Very hyped after what we just watched. Sweet. Uh, Mr. Paul Collett, how you doing, man? Yeah, good, man. That was exciting. It was indeed. Uh, Mr. Sean Davies. Howdy. Howdy. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good, though I do have a bee in my bonnet I want to get into straight away. So, we now know the release date and price of the PlayStation 5. And it's some bullshit, is it not? Am I the only one that's a little bit peeved off by it? Which bit? Is this because, so, you, because, because the Americans get it first? Yeah. Yeah, the one week later for the rest of the world, wasn't it? Yeah. So November 12th is the release date for the US, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea. November 19th, the rest of the world gets the PS5. We're only secondary to them. Now, this hasn't yeah. happened for a oh, while, they right? Did, they did save us in World War II, so. <laughs> <laughs> as, as they like to remind us. They did invent the Big Mac, I suppose. So why, 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 why has this happened? You're going to explain. Because a simultaneous worldwide launch is something that Xbox is going to push for and seemingly is doing. So why can't Sony do it as well? Is there, there some know. tiny little products, like, um, like um, um, amounts, if you see what I mean? Like how many they've made? Maybe. I was going to say, going to say maybe they, so they can do the stress testing in America, but, but then the time they ship all the consoles over here anyway, it'd be pointless. So I mm. don't know. So, yeah, okay, so America are beta testing the PS5. Yeah, but I was going to say, but then we'll have ours shipped over here for launch anyway, so, yeah. I don't know. A week's difference doesn't really explain, like, some kind of delay in manufacture, does it? Just a week. Yeah, that's what I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, it seems strange. Yeah, it is odd, but can't complain, I guess. Maybe we'll have a good theory in the next in the coming days, someone will come up with something interesting. It's two days later than the Series X in the US. And nine days later, over here, which seems like a big amount, but we'll see. In previous console war generations, have they ever launched this close before? Because this seems really close. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I could do some research while we're chatting and find that out. Yeah, I think they've they've launched weeks apart before. Yeah. Um, PS, the Xbox 360, the PS3 launched ages away from each other didn't they yeah. that's what i mean I'm, I'm remembering some that launched quite far apart from each other but mm. the the ps4 and the xbox one were what like a month okay so this could be the closest they've been for you know ever yeah yeah interesting and also we gotta look at the price of course so the disc uh the disc space at ps5 will be 450 pounds the digital 360 pull what does that sit with you I think that's about right, actually. Um, I would have liked the disc one to be like 400, but what's an extra, extra 50 quid between friends? You know what I mean? So um, I think that's a bit expensive, though, for the uh, digital, digital only version. So, uh, oh. um, why would you say that? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, um, I was expecting like the 300 mark, maybe 320 or something around that sort of like 350 or 360. Mm. Um, in that, that the uh, added benefits of that kind of 4K Blu-ray player, all the option to play discs if you want to. Um, 
No, no, I just, I just, I just seemed a little bit kind of extras uh, yeah. for that. I mean, I, I think I'd probably rather pay the extra and get the full, full functional everything you can get PlayStation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I guess the way we have to look at it is that the only difference between these two systems is the disc drive. You yeah, know, they're both they're both exactly the same. Otherwise, so it still has the exact same amount of power. It's just ninety quid less. Yeah, but for 90 quid, you get that kind of Blu-ray player. So it just gives you, it just gives you that extra option. Mm. But you might, might be one day, you might go, oh, I really fancy that. You go, I don't know, you go shopping, you think, oh, I'll pick that up. Oh, no, I can't buy the physical. So, you know, yeah. you know, limitations in it. Yeah, sure. It doesn't look like they're doing a monthly payment plan, much like Xbox are touting at the moment. Um, <laughs> Greg, was that something you were hoping that they would announce? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not flush. I can't afford one straight out. I mean... Uh, as much as I'd like to be able to get one launch or nearabouts, even if I traded in my Pro and stuck it on a credit card, I'm still not going to be able to, you know, crack a, a PS5 straight away. So a payment option would have been quite an enticing thing, but I guess not. And I'm sure as hell aren't going to go through like Bright House or anything. No, no, they're closed down, aren't they? Oh, well, there we go then. Yeah, fuck, you fuck can't Bright do it. House anyway. But, um, <laughs> no, I mean it's going to have to be a back burner for me, which is a bit annoying, but gives me something to look forward to eventually. Cool. Uh, it's not sure. too. I I don't mind that price for a disc-based console anyway. So, like nice. Paul said, you get the Blu-ray player with it. So yeah, ah, fair enough. Uh, Sean, where does that sit with you? The prices? Uh, I think it's a really nice price, to be honest. Um, I was uh, I expected slightly cheaper on the digital only side because it will make much more of a profit on each one of those sold compared to the disc version. Uh, if if markets stay the same and discs still come down in price as second hand, but yeah, I'm I'm impressed. Three hundred and fifty pound for a full flavor console just that's just missing a disc drive is you know going to be you could buy that for the next ten years and be happy. Uh, the competitors, oh, you can't say that about the competitors. So um, it's an interesting proposition, um, and I'm very much looking forward to it now. Very much. Awesome. Yeah, me too. Uh, Toby? Uh, I think I pretty much agree with Sean. Um, that We were talking last week or on the last podcast about the sort of bait that the Xbox um, Series S was. It doesn't look like they've taken the bait. It's a sort of in the middle price, isn't it, between the two extremes. Um, so for a discless version, that seems like a pretty good deal to me. Um, I'm not sure whether which one I'll go with in the end because... Um, I quite like having discs and I will still want to do that sort of trading in thing on you know, on day one releases and then take them back and you know reuse that 30 odd quid each time yeah. um, but I don't know whether that will swing me just 90 quid but I, I like it I think that's a good a good mid-range price for the getting the same basic console really pretty sure. good on them really yeah absolutely uh, right then let's get into the games which were revealed and updated in this event we started off with a bit of a banger final fantasy 16 which has now been officially revealed and coming as a console exclusive to playstation they didn't say ps5 so that also means a ps4 release as well possibly and pc so console exclusive to playstation um who got excited about this one me toby talk to me <laughs> um, a, a medieval-esque final fantasy yeah, I think I think Final Fantasy has been a little bit influenced by The Witcher and Dark Souls. What, I reckon like the, the terrible British accents. 
yeah there's some of that there's some there's some definitely some feel to it and a lot of the sort of color schemes and the monster designs have gone a bit dark soulsy i think um, they've changed i think they've changed how they spell shiva now it's got an er on the end of it <laughs> shiva, shiva. Um, <laughs> absolutely um but at the same time it's you know quintessential final fantasy they were shouting mother crystal at least once um and um dragoons were mentioned chocobos mm. you could see chocobos um Although someone kept shouting, Joshua, Joshua, <laughs> which is going to get on my tits, I can tell, the, um, um, straight away. The knight's design is that of the old judges, isn't it? Yeah, it's judges, but it's kind of crossed with Final Fantasy IX Freya Dragoon stuff as well. Mm. Um, I like it. I like the it's, design on those. Where did the uh, the judges come in from? It was Tactics, wasn't it? Uh, tactics, and then... The 12, they were uh, 12. Like, yeah, they yeah. properly came in in 12, didn't they? But they, yeah. were, they were in Tactics a bit. Yeah, because tactics they were literally well, they were literally judges, weren't they? They used to oversee battles and be like, "Here are the rules." Mm. And then in twelve, they actually had a big integral part of the story, didn't they? It has a feel of Ivalice to it, mm. but that's, it's that's not really Ivalice. It's it's I, that's why I thought it was more like some of the fights that you saw in the middle section of that trailer were very Witcher-like. You know, yeah. they had a bit of a feel of you know, you're, one you're, of woodlands kind of thing. It's like one-on-one as well. I thought that feel of it, it was very one-on-one fighting system. You didn't see the rest of your teammates, and that felt a bit. You know, a bit more Western RPG. Do you yeah. That? Well, you reckon it's going to be like a solo Final Fantasy? Well, it looked, it looked very much like Final Fantasy VII Remake Combat, mm, that's, didn't that's what it? Sean said, yeah. Yeah, like seriously, it looked very close to that. I hope it's not Final Fantasy XV Combat because that was very, you know, just sit back and let it do its thing. Um, but Final Fantasy VII Remake Combat was really, really fun. But um, yeah, definitely very cool. Very cool. I think the, the only, the, if I had a downside to it, it's the sort of, slightly old school looking faces on people um that didn't look as next gen as the rest of it looked um so i think you know the little boy's face little joshua's face looked very sort of basic um, and they kept covering people's mouths when they were talking like they hadn't quite fully finished um yeah animating mouths and things um which is fine i mean i appreciate it. it's it's still to come so that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mark them down for that but hopefully the faces get a little better that's all it looks cool i will be buying it and i love final fantasy so Give me more dragoons. Give me more crystals. Nice. Yeah, it looks... Um, I mean, I'm not massive fan of fantasy, but it did look like a lot of fun. I did see, you were right, that Witcher-esque influence. Yeah. Um, which is... Um, yeah, wasn't expecting that. A, a lot of Eastern RPGs don't tend to get influenced by Western RPGs today, so it's... My, uh, my initial thought when they, like Toby said, when they kept showing one playable character, I was thinking it was going to be another online game. Mm. It had a little bit of a feel of, like... The MMO, recent right. MMO ones, didn't it? Yeah. That's what I was worried about. They're going to Slightly. drop like, uh, this is going to be an MMO and that's what your character looks like. A generic. A little bit face. generic. Yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll I agree. See. I thought that as I was watching it as well. Because then no they stru- started getting much more sort of like naming people and saying yeah. things that lit storyline. And I was like, this isn't but an MMO. You didn't have a name though, did you? No, but everyone else did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? Because their convention for online games isn't exactly structured, is it? It was like 11, 14 and... Whatever else. That's it's it. not 16, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I just want them to go, if you're going to do an MMO, stop it being a numbered one, right? Let's just call it FF Online 1, FF Online 2, whatever. And I just and they don't have to be the numbered ones because, like you say, it's a fucking gamble each time that it might be a shite MMO. FF MMO RPG. FF, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, Sean? Final Fantasy 16? Everything about that trailer screamed Sean. So, yeah. 
I'm, I'm, it, it no, reminds me Joshua just after it screamed Toby. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, At least you guys didn't have a trailer calling out your name. That was fucking. Oh weird. yeah. Oh, we'll, don't. Get we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it reminds me of like the original Final Fantasies a little bit. It's good to taking it back and doing a, a better version of those games. So, yeah, I'm I'm on board. Very much cool. so. Cool. Uh, Paul, did that sway you into a new Final Fantasy? No, not really. Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, um, I played uh, 15 and I thought it was okay, but it, I don't know. It just seems to have lost its magic a bit, I think. So, um, and this, this, this 16 doesn't look much like it's going to sort of bring that magic back. Seven, eight, well, maybe not eight, but nine. Seven and nine were just, I don't know, <laughs> magical. They were, you know, they, they were really kind of like, like powerful and stuff and, and these are just like seem quite generic now so I'm not that excited but you know you never know I might find its way to my collection if I find it in a bog in bin or something <laughs> um, can get you excited about Spider-Man Mars Morales you certainly can mate that was a great gameplay trailer wasn't it that was a bridge trailer and a half if you can't do a bridge <laughs> trailer that's how you yeah. do it yeah it looks amazing it looks absolutely amazing it really kind of like even though it's an early game and I'm guessing it would be a launch game Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's starting to show off the sort of power the PS5 can, can harness some of those bridge physics and the, the things you had to do to you know save the world and everything just looked like wow mm-hmm. you know it just looks incredible and the speed of it all and the, it just wow yeah, actually I think they should have started to show that before Final Fantasy because that really was like almost like a jaw dropping probably the, the standout jaw dropping game of that whole entire uh, presentation of the thought so yeah looks amazing well yeah. insomniac have uh, confirmed that mars morales will be a launch title for the ps5 so november 12th in all those locations november 19th over here so that's a whole week of spoilers that we got to avoid <laughs> but I, um, another thing is is always coming out it's also coming out on ps4 oh, which wow. which is why and not to shit on paul's um enjoyment for it so don't take this as an argument or anything but like too late <laughs> well, fuck <laughs> you then. um i'm gonna shit on the game you like um I, when Sean said it, they're going out for the infamous second sum with all the neon razzle dazzle, I just thought, yeah, it doesn't look like a PS5 game. It looks like a PS4 game with more razzle dazzle in it. And it's not a bad thing because Spider Man looks amazing, the first one. I, I mean, the 2018 oh, one. Oh, yeah, I mean, not a bad yeah. thing, but there's nothing about that that made me scream PS5 show. And there's a couple of titles that come up that made me go, fucking hell. And Spider Man wasn't one of them. It looks good, you know, when I do, I mean, I'll probably get the PS4 version then at that rate, but yeah, I. I I didn't think it looked like a technical showcase of a game because you know everyone was banging on about it being, uh, you know, when they were going, "Oh, it's an add-on," and Insomniac kept going, "It's a standalone game." I, this isn't really fighting their corner. This is going to make everyone go, "Yeah, it looks like a, an add-on," which I'm kind of in camp add-on. But yeah, that's not that's not detriment. That's not detriment to it. it. It looks as good as Spider-Man 2018. Mm. Oh, no, so it's a um, it's a it's it, it's it's a lost legacy, isn't it? I mean, I am, I am watching it on my laptop, which doesn't do HD, so... No, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was doing out the magic. Yeah, we watch it in 4K. We might be right there. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the PS5, there's a special edition, obviously, for the PS5, um, and that comes with a remastered version of Spider-Man. Ooh, nice. So, yeah, they're moving it kind of very quickly onto the next generation. But if you don't jump straight away, there is a PS4 version, so that's cool. Toby, have you got any thoughts on the Miles Morales trailer? Uh, yeah, I thought they looked cool. Very day one. I'm sure I'll enjoy playing Spider-Man all over again. Um, I think I watched it maybe in a slightly higher ratio than uh, than Greg did. I, I, <laughs> I enjoyed the 
there was like fog coming out of some grates and things as they were going past and a few things like that even before they started on the bridge that looked very cool sorry to interrupt this is right. transition from the, the cutscene in the snow yeah throwing snow each other yeah. into the actual game that I mean, looked pretty really good like, like, yeah it was actually flawless and uh it's all a little. It's all a little details like the snow physics and the footprints and little kind of bits and pieces here and there, which make you think, yeah, that's definitely next gen. And uh, yeah, sorry, carry on. That's all right. I kind of liked the the bridge scene as we were talking on the stack about how the Avengers did their bridge scene, and we were just like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> but this time I watched the bridge scene, I was like, that's been directed very well. That's been put together with a bit of thought. That's been you know choreographed. That's uh, that's mm. a nice bridge. Uh, fight scene and uh, a few quick time events it looked like when you were sort of pulling the bridge together and things like that but that's fine i'm not i'm not against them when they're done properly um but yeah, yeah it looked well, really fun really Spider-Man, fun spider-man was full of them wasn't he so. yeah it was the battles i don't know if you guys yeah the, the fight scenes looked very very cool there were some really interesting moves shot shown in in, uh, in the fight bits um some some good group you know good group moves that you could just take out a whole a whole group of enemies all at once um, but yeah, I liked it. Definitely liked nice. it. Um, yeah, finally, uh, Sean, you down for Mars Morales? Is that a stupid question? That might be a stupid question. Um, yes, I'm very down for Spider-Man Mars Morales. And I'm very down for a remake of the original. Because if that's like an entire new game, I am up for playing that all over again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it will just be Spider-Man from PS4 just up with a bit of ray tracing. Hey. Shiny man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't go away, Sean, because I want to talk to you about the next game, which was Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Just going to mute myself. God. I know like <laughs> three fifths of this Zoom call are not interested in this game. No, I like Harry but, Potter, but I don't. Yeah. Damn. I mean, this thing was revealed years ago yeah. and it just went silent and like it never existed. But here it is. Yeah. And what's amazing is a lot of that trailer is what was leaked years ago. Like mm-hmm. there was very specific parts of that trailer that we've seen before. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we never knew that this was going to be like a next gen game. I'm very excited for this game. And I can't wait to show my wife when she gets in from work. Hmm. She's going to lose her shit. It's coming in 2021. Um, got the press release here too. <clears throat> PS5, PS4, PS4 Pro, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, Xbox One consoles and PC. Nice. Everyone gets so, a bit of that then. Everybody wins. <laughs> I mean, of, of course they do. It's a Harry Potter MMO and they're going to make a killing. And who thing. wins overall? Warner Brothers. J.K. J.K. Rowling. Heretic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone's mm. favourite author at the moment. Um, our next was a look at some gameplay for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. It looks like Call of Duty. It looks like giant set pieces and lots of shooting and lots of men being angry at each other. Um, there's a alpha coming to PS4 for free this weekend which is pretty cool if you're into your Call of Duty multiplayers. Um, did that sway anyone to want to get Cold War next month? Really? Yes. <laughs> like, oh, I wasn't asking you, Paul. Of I course just, it didn't sway you. I didn't you. want to say anything because I just know, I, 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 would, I would have said be downloaded that then, but Paul beat me to it. I was just going to be like, no. Sean's <laughs> excited. Sean's excited. Let's go. Sean's excited. I mean, if, I mean, if it's, it's, a, if it's, it's a, a massive, like, upscaled, upred, remade Black Ops, yeah, Black Ops, the first one, um, yeah, um, I'd, so. yeah, I'd be excited for that as well. Yeah, Hope, hopefully one day. Uh, yeah. Sean, yeah, what was it? What about the trader that got you pumped? Everything. It was like cool. a, the the best of of Call of Duty. There was shooting. There was explosions. There was a remote control car. There was an airplane blowing up. 
Uh, and there was a guy from Raven, and Raven are a really underrated studio who deserve to make their own games instead of being a shelf at Call of Duty. It's <laughs> a whole thing, other thing. And yeah, I just, you can't beat a Call of Duty. Like I say this every February, I'm not going to buy the next Call of Duty. And then by June, July, I'm like, eh. And then September rolls around, and I'm like, get your fucking... <laughs> what was that noise? That was, that was my cat. Eh. Is that your mafia? Blame eh. <laughs> <laughs> it on the cat. There you go. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's high production values. And this one's playable at 4K at 60 frames per second on a PS5. So that's going to be one of the most um, eye-popping games of the launch, I reckon. 120 frames per second on Series X, apparently. Yeah. I mean, who needs that many frames? But I can't even see that many frames. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure my, you know, my plasma... That's like eleven year old. It's <laughs> gonna love all them frames. <laughs> nice, uh, yeah. So that's uh, Cold War, which is coming um, not too far away now, six or seven weeks, I think. Uh, right. Then we move on to Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil Eight Village or Visited Village Resident Evil. I don't know how you're actually meant to pronounce. I'm calling it, it Eight but Age. Because that's what it looks like when it comes up. Eight Age. Etage. Hey, yeah. Um, I'm going to throw this one to uh, Greg because he actually may know what was actually going on in that trailer. Uh, so, what do you think? Well, I haven't got a fucking clue. Cool. Someone shouted Chris. Well, it's Chris Redfield, is the, <laughs> the guy in the trench coat. It was more that the main character said Mia, and that's the name of Matey's, uh, Ethan's wife from Resident Evil 7. So, it kind of be a bit shitty if the plot is you've survived all that with the Bakers, Chris Redfield saves you at the end of Resident Evil 7, comes back, kidnaps you, chucks you in the middle of an Eastern European village. What the hell's going on with that? Like, Ethan Winters is not a super soldier sent to save the world. Oh, I can say that again quickly if I tried. Um, so, yeah, what the fuck? And I, I quite like the, the, the sort of stranger guy at the end. Uh, not the stranger. The merchant at the end. With his little, uh, if you window shopping, feel free. That was like, is that the new Resident Evil 4? What are you buying? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was... I'm kind of intrigued, but I haven't got a fucking clue. I personally don't like the Resident Evil 7 shift in dynamic. I enjoyed it as a first like two thirds of it, but I like the Resident Evil old fashioned fixed camera tank controls, apart from Resident Evil 2, because mm. that was great. But I don't like first person horror games too much. So, yeah. Which is, which is funny because you guys give me all the fucking horror games to review. <laughs> yeah, you love them. I really don't. Any, yeah, nice, yeah. any isolation, yeah. Anything else new? Yeah, Did you like the weird sort of Coraline bit in the middle? Coraline bit? There was a bit where they were talking about the, like the backstory. This mother and her daughter running through a very weird sort of plasticine oh, Coraline-looking yeah, section. Yeah, not like Mia telling a story. So yeah, I, I don't know. But then that could just be a framing device. I don't think it'd be much of a. No, it may not be in it much, but it was much of a muchness. And then the werewolves, zombie werewolves, mm. zwer- werewolves. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to make of it. Um, werebies. Um, werebies. Yeah. <laughs> man, man, bees. That would just be a zombie, though, wouldn't it? Werebies. <laughs> Werezomb. I don't know. I'm intrigued, but I don't know what the fuck's going on. I am about to go into Final Fantasy, uh, not Final Fantasy, um, Resident Evil 7, because it's just dropped on Game Pass, and it looks yeah. like it's about to drop in that stuff. That no, I've just spoiled it for you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to forget what you said, don't worry. Uh, you always do. <laughs> if it's um, VR again, that'd be quite exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, the game's only good in VR. It wasn't that good, at, uh, not in VR. Yeah, I remember you saying how good Resident Evil 7 was in, oh, in it's, VR. It's absolutely one of the, it's probably the best game on the PSVR, to be fair. It's too damn scary to play. That's the trouble. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was amazing. Awesome. So I'm a little bit excited for it. I haven't got a PSVR, but I'll probably get the PlayStation 5 version of the VR, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, if Resident Evil 8's on that, then yeah, it's, it's good going. It's good stuff. Cool. Well, I'll, I'll ask you how it is in like 2024 when it gets revealed. Thanks. PSVR 2. Um, and then we've got to look at Deathloop again. Um, a, a bit of a longer trailer this time. Uh, that's coming the second uh, quarter of 2021. Who's feeling Deathloop? I thought that trailer was great. Oh yeah, totally. Definitely feeling it. I love a, I love Dishonored. So that's like future Dishonored for me. Yeah. So the whole guns and magic mechanic looks really good. No fucking idea what the plot is. I guess you have... I, I'm wondering if you're like, you're the good guy and you have to take out these eight people in a certain life cycle. Maybe you're like, um, oh, fuck. What's that film? Edge of Tomorrow. The Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Every time you die, it resets the beast, doesn't it? Every, sorry, mm. you. Every time he dies, it resets yeah. the monsters. So maybe that's... You're stuck in this time loop, so you have to kill all eight of them without dying. That's mm. the gist I've got. Because there was a se- there's a second player bit, isn't there, where you play yeah, that's, as the that's girl. What I'm, that's what I was going to get to before the, uh... you fucking interrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> I said I, was, I wouldn't as well. <laughs> yeah, you said you weren't going to do that. <laughs> Shitbag. As I was going to get to, um, yeah. So obviously he's got to do it in one life or one one playthrough, and obviously she's possibly hired by those guys to take you out. So you play that rival assassin. But it, it gives me really big, like, No One Lives Forever vibes as well. You know, the old um, sort of 60s first-person female Bonds type shooter. I say female yeah. Bonds, you know what I mean? Like, the, you know, uh, has anyone ever played it? Do we know what game I'm on about? Radio Silence? Uh, no, but I... No I one's ever I, seen I, No One Lives Forever? The, will you play um, Jane Wasserface, like the old 60s Austin Powers-style spy game? No. No. No, I'm talking bollocks. Cool. Anyway, it looks good. <laughs> cool. You guys suck for gamers. Because I don't know one game. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, well, let's talk about Devil May Cry 5 then, which had a weird spot in this. I don't think this really needed to be in this presentation. I don't it's think it needed a special edition. <laughs> very, very easily could have been a, um, a blog post. But um, yeah, Devil May Cry 5 is coming to PS5 as a special edition. It's going to be a launch title and digital only, it looks like. Which is weird. I, I've just looked on Twitter. There is going to be a physical version available. Okay. But what's, what's pretty crafty of Capcom is they're doing a digital version of the Super Special Edition for PS5, but the virtual content for already existing owners for PS4 and PS5 have to pay extra for it, which is just peak Capcom, isn't it? That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I suppose from their point, it's because people will pay for DLC, but don't offer it as like a super amazing next-gen version and then be like, oh yeah, but previous owners have got to pay more on top of that, because then you're just going to paid the same price in total as if you would for a new PS5 game. Yeah. But I think it's uh, it's another one, like as much as I'm a big Capcom fan, it also twists my nips that they do this kind of shit all the time. Like, Devil May Cry has been out for about a year or so now, year and a half. And it's like, oh yeah, we were going to wait until the next console launch to drop playing as Virgil. I fucking hate when they do that. Same with Mortal Kombat 11, it's Aftermath bullshit. Oh, we've planned out yeah. all this extra <laughs> DLC down the line. It's like, just do it as one game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a bit sneaky of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Capcom have been very pro-consumer the last couple of years. So it's a... they were doing so well. Yeah, <laughs> it's an odd move. Yeah, odd move, but it certainly looks pretty. I'll give it that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. Um, Mr. Sean Davies, talk to me about Odd World Soulstorm. Did that try to get you hyped, more hyped than than you were before? Yeah, I mean, every time I see this game, it looks better. It looks very like a massive departure from what. Uh, Lawn Lanning and the Odd World inhabitants people have done before, but you know I'm I'm trusting in their judgments because they are geniuses at making games. So I'm I'm very excited to play that whenever it comes out. Did they? I, I kind of missed the end of the trailer. Did they say that there was like a release date? I don't think it had one. But how yeah. how good was that little conversation bit at the end? Yeah. 
Come on, man. I'm, let's go. Let's yeah, go. I'm hungry. I need to go to the toilet. I need to go to the <laughs> bathroom. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Sean, as a dad, you must have been able to relate to that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, Sean, as a dad, I hope you can explain this one to me. What the fuck is Five Nights at Freddy's? Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's basically a horror game where you look at TVs and things jump out and scare you. It's, it's basically animatronics, um, animatronic animals that are haunting. It's just, it's terrible. But okay. still, it's, it, does, it does numbers with the kids, so why the hell not? Mm. It, was, it was because of all the YouTubers, wasn't it? It was basically YouTubers overreacting to it. Yeah, but I think the thing is, it is, it is scary. Um, the fucking trailer was, especially if your name is, Gregory. especially if your name is Gregory. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, true, yeah. I thought my laptop had gained sentience then. I thought it was Gregory. timing out. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> fucking terrifying. I had headphones on as well. <laughs> so yeah, we got that trailer for Five Nights at Freddy's uh, Security Breach, which looks visually looks like a major step up from the previous uh, Five Nights at Freddy's games. I, I was intrigued. I was intrigued uh, yeah. until that came up with Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm like, oh, no, there we go. Enthusiasm waned. Yeah, Greg, did that did that freak you out a little? That trailer. Yes, it really did. <laughs> I said I had headphones on, so just hearing Gregory, I thought I don't have anyone in the vicinity of me. This is terrifying. <laughs> and I was it's almost like, like I, it was like just individual players. Maybe yeah, everyone got different names. Like, hang on, what? My, my first thought was, it was, like I said in the Slack, it was that Gregory Horror Show, which is a weird Capcom title from years back, but I don't know why that would get a big release. And it was like, oh no, it's a, oh, this is something new. This is a, uh, oh, it's a Five Nights at Freddy's, fuck off. Indeed. Um, just had an interesting tweet pop up from Eurogamer. Spider-Man Mars Morales, Sackboy, and Horizon Forbidden West are also launching on PS4. Oh. That's, um, that's a pretty impressive launch lineup, then, isn't it? No, not does that mean No, does that mean they're launching... Yeah, that's no, when they're the, launching on the launch date. No, they're not launch titles. That means that they're also, these seemingly PS5 exclusives will also now launch on yeah. PS4 when oh, they're available. Oh, sorry, I thought I missed it. Wow. No, no, it's all right. I mean, that's... So just be graphic, graphical drops, really, for something like Horizon Zero Dawn that looks incredible. So yeah, but... can the PS4 really handle the, you know, the new graphics on that? Probably not. Hmm, Interesting. Uh, Sean, what's your take on that? It's it's kind of understandable, and I expect the the PS5 will have some kind of special features. It, I you know there's the the loading speeds and the the functionality, for example, are all going to be loads better on the PS5. But the thing is, the PS4's got such a massive install base that you just really can't leave them behind. So, and I I imagine adaptation for this generation is going to be a bit slower than the previous generation. So I understand why they're doing that, um, but it does make the proposition of the PS5 a little weaker. Um, but then again, when you're trying to make a decision about what kind of hardware you buy, you've got, if you're an Xbox person, you've already got everything you need to play all of their games day one, like now. Um, whereas the PS5, you know, there's, I don't think there's any way that God of War is coming to PS5. It's a PS4. Yeah. So, you know, the fur- I think further afield, um, they'll become more expensive, uh, exclusives. But in the meantime, it makes sense for Sony to basically put their games everywhere they possibly can to make money. You know, a lot of these games are also coming out on PC, which is a big thing. No, sure. It's just, yeah, it was, yeah, this is a bit of a shock because it was like, oh, I thought Forbidden West would have been a, a real reason for people to upgrade. And and it will be visually, you know that that's, yeah. that'll be the difference, you know, um, what we've seen of it 
will have been running on a PS5. There will be the PS4 version will look fine. But it's it's like this whole once you've seen something better. Like when we when we had HD TVs and then we've got 4K TVs and you went, 4K can't be that much better. And then you plug a 4K TV and you go, oh shit. Now I've got to go back to my HD TV and it looks bollocks. So, you know, it's it's the difference, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it's an interesting one. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, let's move on then. To, uh, yeah, we've got some gameplay for Demon Souls, which is a launch title. Um, confirmed now, going to be on November 12th and November 19th. Who got hyped for this one? Me. Great kicks. Tell me all about it. Well, I did actually try playing Demon's Souls before I discovered punching myself in the bollocks was fun. When I got into Bloodborne and stuff like that. Not literally, obviously. I see. Um, I was going to ask. Yeah, that's why I walk funny. No, I, I did actually give Demon's Souls a go once when it was on PlayStation Plus years ago. And I fucking hated it because I didn't know what it was. I couldn't do it and I died. So I haven't really given it much thought ever. I know it's lineage, and I've gone on to play Bloodborne, um, Dark Souls 3, and finished that, and that other one as well that I keep banging on about. So yeah, I am hyped, and I thought this one looked amazing. Not to shit on Paul's thing about Spider-Man, but this one for me was like, whoa, that's gameplay footage, that's fucking amazing. That's really funny, because I thought it looked really shit. Really? Well, just the way the guy is moving. That's, that's kind of the premise, though. That, that is like the thing with Dark Souls and Demon Souls games. It's it's unlike Sekiro and Bloodborne with its quick action pace. It's more of the methodical combat role and parrying kind of thing. So, I mean, if that's if that's what you took away from it, then they've nailed it. But well, I mean, that I mean, the bosses look great. Don't get me wrong, but it looks quite boring. Yeah, that's that's it. They are methodical games. It's only when you you you, you kind of grind the initial few hours, and you start leveling up, and you get into the swing of it with more weapons and shit like that. But yeah, the clunk is kind of what it's known for. So yeah, I mean, in that case, then. Yeah, it's doing what it should do. But yeah, I'll, I'll be interested in that. I think I'm the only one that actually plays Soulsborne games, isn't it? Not in the world, obviously. I mean, out of us. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh. Never really been my thing. But Toby, no. you should really try Sekiro at some point. Oh, yeah, hmm. you said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sony have just come out actually, and clarified some things um, in regards to these PS4, PS4 games. Uh, PS4 owners will also be able to enjoy these experiences when they launch. The PS4 digital versions of launch games include a free upgrade on both PS5 consoles, while the PS4 disc versions of the games include a free upgrade on the PS5 with the Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive. So if you are jumping from one to the other, a free upgrade is included. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's a small thing. Uh, Next up, we got Fortnite, believe it or not, is moving to next gen. Shocking absolutely no one. Could you tell it was next gen? Did the graphics look any better? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Let, yeah, no. Let's not let's not shit on the game that only Ross likes. <laughs> Sean likes it as well, doesn't he? Every, every now and then, there's millions of people who like it. So I'm I'm yeah, probably badly. in the minority, but yeah, it it didn't look like a next gen. That's all I'm saying. It's ridiculous. It is completely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, um, and then we got a look at the PS Plus collection, which is a kind of answer to not an answer at all, but um, PlayStation's uh, very sort of like mediocre attempt to combat with Xbox Game Pass. Uh, the PlayStation Plus collection I'm reading from Game Industry Biz is part of its PS5 showcase, giving early adopters of its new console who subscribe to the service access to an assortment of PlayStation 4 titles. During the presentation, Sony showed off 18 titles that will be included in the PS Plus collection, but noted the assortment would vary by country. Why? Why? They're all out in the countries anyway. Uh, the showcase included the following games in the PS Plus collection. God of War, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy 15, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat 10, Uncharted 4, 
Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Persona 5, Resi 7, and Bloodborne. So if you get a PS5 and have PS Plus, you have access to all of these games on day one. Toby, what do we think? I mean, it's a pretty good deal. They've all been free before on PS Plus, as far as I'm aware. Maybe one or two haven't, but they certainly all look familiar to me, which means that if you've had PS Plus all this time, then you've probably already got them on your library, to be perfectly honest. Um, if you missed them, then this is a great chance to grab them again. And do any of them come with any upgrades for PS5? Uh, they haven't said anything yet, no. Yeah, but... not sure. So that, that might be a good reason to go back to some of them. Um, but I mean, that's cool. It's, it's, it's like you said, it's a kind of an attempt to have a big launch lineup, which isn't really launch titles at all. But yeah, if you've not played them, it's a great deal. It's just for some of us who have you know, gone their way through pretty much every single one of those. It, it's, it doesn't really give me anything to play extra that I didn't already play. No, I mean, if you've been, been part of the generation from day one, then yeah. You've blasted most of these already. One, one I would, have. One would uh, imagine. I've had a. I've got platinum on half of them, so <laughs> it's, it's, I won't be going back to the most most of those. No, but if it is kind of like Sony's slow attempt to kind of give itself its own Game Pass, it's not a bad start. I also know a couple of people who didn't bother with a PS4. So if they have never even stepped foot on this console generation at all, and they've been waiting now that they've heard the PS5 is coming out and they'll go for that, I, my my brother-in-law is going to do this they'll just get a PS5 and they'll be able to play an entire console generation of stuff day mm. one. And I kind of envy that. That would That is a cool lot of stuff you're going to be set for a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, for people who've already done them, it's not so great. I mean, it, it's, it, it's pretty good. Um, we'll remember like back in the day when PS4 launched, there was absolutely nothing to play on it, was there, really? I mean, I don't think PS Plus was... Uh, compatible at the time or, or I only had PS3 games or so on so there's nothing to play apart from Contrast and Resogun but yeah. having this PS Plus and some of the games you get like God of War Uncharted Last of Us they're fucking unbelievable and that's not a bad thing to play in your first, first time on a Sony console at least anyway I mean some of those games I wouldn't mind playing through again either I mean I think that's pretty good and it's not really an extra cost either is it because it's part of PlayStation Plus so you know, it's not, it's not like you're playing PlayStation Plus, then playing the Game Pass, if you like. You're playing for like yeah. a lot. So that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. you know, it's only going to be fun as well, so we can but hope. Yeah, hopefully it'll be expanded upon as well as the generation goes on. And like, you know, The Last of Us 2 and Ghosts of Tsushima and things like that will be added to it. Who knows? Sean, what do you make of the PS Plus collection? I, I love it. I think it's a brilliant idea to get people who didn't make up a PlayStation this generation to jump on board, just like Toby's brother, I think he said. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great idea. It gives people all the best games of this generation. That were most of them were exclusive, so you know if you if you didn't get a PlayStation this generation, that's a no brainer, and it just means that on day one you can probably get the shinier, faster loading version of that game with a subscription that you're going to pay for. Uh, it's obviously this isn't going to be waging waging war with Game Pass because Game Pass is now a hundred games deep. Um, but you know th- this is the first baby steps for Sony to see what they can get, and it's it's part of PlayStation Plus, which is you know if you're not already part of it, then this is a really good reason too. So yeah. fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Greg, anything to add? No, it looks pretty good. I I did initially think it was just going to be exclusives, and I thought that's a very small catalogue considering. And then they started doing the other stuff as well. And I also went, why the Last Guardian? Why not Shadow of the Colossus? But then it wasn't a PS4 exclusive game, was it? So 
but that would have been a bigger draw. Mm. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I mean, if they're looking to mosey in on Game Pass territory, then they've got a ways to go. But I think that's probably the least of their priorities now when you see the... I think they've got <laughs> more more things to worry about with their exclusives that Microsoft haven't. So I, I think that's more of a, a secondary thing at the moment. So it's pretty good, though, if you want to, like like Toby said, get your brother-in-law, miss a generation, catch up on what he's missed. For sure. Yeah. Day one as well. Not bad at all. And we ended with a look at the brand new God of War. I say look at the brand new God of War. A brand new God of War logo, um, which assumedly is for God of War 2, God of War Ragnarok. Now we know it's coming. There's not really a lot to go into here, but yay, new God of War. Are we excited? I'm excited. We're good. definitely excited. We just excited. saw nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I already knew it. Was exi- I already knew it existed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, we um, didn't. We just saw the tease, didn't we? At the end of ah, oh, they've War. been saying stuff on um, Twitter and things for ages. You know, it existed, and they had um, they've had uh, job listings and things for uh, uh, for for Santa Monica. All so. right, secret agent hopes. I yeah, well, that. you know, got to do your research, don't you? I don't have to. That's what, that's what you're for. That's what, that's what you and Ross are for. I have a job. <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't do. I don't do, I don't do much. Uh, Sean, what do you make of World of War Ragnarok? Um, what, can t- what can you tell us about the game from the look of the logo? I can tell you that there's just the same thing that they were teasing like two years ago on the Christmas card. Um, the exact same symbol. Yes. Above a doorway. So yes, I remember. It's 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 all it's all very exciting. You know, I just can't wait to see this continue because it's one of the one of my favorite games of the generation. I know it's kind of polarizing but i'm very much like oh, i fucking it. loved it and I, I know it's people who loved it really loved it and people who didn't just fucking hated it so i say that some people just couldn't fucking get on with it which is fine but hello <laughs> some people are terrible why, at games. why is that why yeah <laughs> oh we haven't got time today we'll go you just not do it. <laughs> you're not very time. good at god of war is that's what it is this is ross's uh therapy session are you not very good at god of war ross <laughs> <laughs> ross can't play god of war he has to play fortnite Hey. Yeah, and, I'm, and, I, and I'm really good at it too. <laughs> I, I really want to see this fucking change up because I'm pretty sure Ross could learn how to play God of War. I 100% fucking guarantee Greg could not play Fortnite. <laughs> he would get his fucking ass handed to him by a four-year-old. Take you all the Street Fighter. <laughs> what a challenge that is. Love it. Uh, we still <laughs> need to do a fucking league thing, don't we? Yeah. And that should be the first round. <laughs> you have to do Fortnite. Finger league. And Ross has to do God of War. Sure, why not? <laughs> Let's just play Street Fighter. I'm good at that. Yes, we've all got it now as well because of PS Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yay. We could all have Street Fighter now. Perfect. No, I'm good. You'll rinse us actually on that though, won't you? So. I'm not going to keep playing games just because Greg's good at them and he knows a win. Yeah, this is the trouble. I mean, I'm not, that, that, isn't, that isn't competition. It's just, I'm just baked on it. Right, so you play me at Street Fighter or you play God of War. I, I, I find a God of War. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know where it even came from. I think Sean just started that. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that was it, really. And then, of course, they they announced um, the release dates and the the price, and uh, that was a lot. They've dropped a, a few little things after the press conference. And the DualSense wireless controller on its own will be sixty pounds, which is actually less than I thought it was going to be. Uh, the Pulse 3D wireless headset will be ninety pounds. The HD camera with the dual 1080p lenses will be fifty. The media remote will be 25 and the charging station will be 25. So it's all those little accessories that they were teasing in the it's original not, trailer. It's not terrible, then, is it? I mean, you know. 60 for a dual sense wireless controller with all that gubbins going on inside it. Yeah, I'm down. say there was like an iToy thing in there. Yeah, the yeah they got the HD camera as well for, oh, okay. for all you streaming fans, of which there are none in our, in our little group. But, <laughs> you know, it's there if you want a camera, I guess. 
there may be some games that support it at some point down the line. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot. So we'll get into, um, we're going to sort of like sit with our thoughts about it, see if any more I- information comes out. Anything new will update you on uh, the weekend in our main podcast. And we'll uh, get into it a little more then. So any final thoughts on tonight's events, gents? That was well good, apart from the trailer that made me poop myself. Yes, apart from five minutes <laughs> of credits. Gregory! That's going to be my alarm tone now. Yeah, I can do it for you if you like. Uh, Toby? Uh, I'm going to go with Final Fantasy 16. First one. That's probably my favourite. That's, cool. that's day one. Of course it is. Paul Collett. Uh, Spider-Man, hands down. Cool. And Sean Davies, your big takeaway from tonight? Yeah, uh, I just want to put up an advert. If anyone wants a kidney, uh, £350 <laughs> and one really <laughs> not very careful owner, but you know, mm. just just help, hit me up on Twitter and uh, we'll get this sorted. Kidney on last legs. I'll do it for 340 Gov. <laughs> if you want a kidney that screams, don't just win, do damage on it as a tattoo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Don't just so, win is damaged. That's a very that, that's a very niche in joke between Sean and I. Maybe I, uh, there, I there, is about, there is about twenty people out there on the internet that are gonna be like, Yes, hey! I that reference. Is that our entire podcast audience or twenty of them? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. Well, thank you very much indeed for listening. Let us know what you thought of the PS5 announcements. Uh, tonight and the reveals of the games. What's your favorite game? Let us know on Twitter at FNGRGNS. Um, if you go to fingerguns.net now, it may look a little different. Do not fear. <laughs> uh, things are happening, but we are, we are working on building it back up again. We'll go into detail uh, some other time. Not tonight. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a hell of a story. So It's too raw right now. It's too raw. So until then, <laughs> um, it is goodbye from Mr. Greg Hicks. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye from Mr. Toby Anderson. Uh, sayonara. Goodbye from Mr. Paul Collett. See you. Goodbye from Mr. Sean Davies. Toodaloo. And goodbye from me. Until next time, play has no limits. That's the PlayStation slogan. I just made that yeah. up, all right? Jesus it's Christ. Really well done. Thank you very much.